welcome to a Pod of Tea podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. I'm your host, Emma, and I've got another guest on today, someone who's not been on the podcast before, one Emily Longmore. Hello, Emily. Oh, hi. Thank you for having me. Hey, this is (laughs) great. (laughs) Inspired by the fact that we can't go out and see people at the moment, I've decided to reach out and all the all the people that I've had my eye on that I'm like, hmm, I need to get you on my podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm now texting and I, I've had my eye on Emily because she is an amazing baker. Oh, oh you. Oh, oh yeah. you. <laughs> she is big. Um, the downfall. <laughs> yeah, baby Lee. The, the downfall of this idea was that I was like, oh, I'll go, I'll get Emily on and we can we can talk about tea and cake. And then I realised I could not eat the cake that I knew that you would make. <laughs> so I do have a piece of cake here from the from the shops as we were discussing this before we started this. A shop bought cake, which is um, in my current cake. state. Like I, it, it arrived two days ago. Jack bought it. And I already had to have a piece. <laughs> yes, you did. I cannot you try it. You've got to make you sure know. it's okay. Yeah. Make sure it's okay. Yeah. So we're going to have a socially distanced afternoon tea. Yay. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it is 12 past three on a Friday. Perfect That's time for afternoon specific. tea. Very yeah. specific. Yeah. I know. The joy of technology. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone we're going to let you know that 12 past three is the ideal time <laughs> for an afternoon tea when socially distancing Excellent. exactly yeah so what are you what are you having an afternoon tea today Emily well I'm not having a full-on afternoon tea mm-hmm. because it's it's difficult to source many things at the minute <laughs> Um, but I obviously have tea. I have loose leaf English breakfast tea. Which very I nice, very nice. It's very delightful. Stick with a classic. Really should be having afternoon tea, which I do really like the Fortnum and Mason afternoon tea. Love mm. Fortnum and Mason. Favourite shop ever. It's amazing. Um, but I've gone with an English breakfast tea because it's a good standard. And I have made, to go along with it, some tea loaf. Because Yay! tea and cake, tea loaf. It's tea loaf. Nice. It's the most like <laughs> you could not combine tea and cake more than with well, a tea exactly. loaf. Exactly. And, you know, it's not traditional afternoon tea cake, but I thought it was appropriate. This is it. I was thinking like, oh god, you know, how far do I go with this? I mean, if, if we were to do like what would you consider to be the traditional afternoon tea? Like what components? Like if you were to go to a reputable uh venue <laughs> and as they may have done in the past. I'm a fan. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you get you get the sandwiches. You normally get a little nice selection of sandwiches, don't you? And you get the tiered tiered plates. I'm not yeah. sure what you call it, but the, the tiers. Um, so you have <laughs> sandwiches, and then you have scones. Scones, not scones. You're a scones oh. baby. Oh. Now, I, <laughs> I, just, I actually just I don't want to start thing, but. <laughs> We're laying down the gauntlet in Team Scott scones, scones, scones. I can't even remember. I don't know what I say because my first okay. job was in a cafe, right. and people would say it in every which way, and I would just copy whatever they said, and I've lost my own identity. So now oh. I just say scones, 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 scones. <laughs> okay, good. Well, yeah. you're, you're not offending anyone. That was nice. <laughs> you're like very neutral. Yeah, I am Switzerland. <laughs> Flash scone. Flash is definitely scone. <laughs> so you have you have scones, um, and then you have little petit four and little cakes on the top. Mm-hmm. 
and um, everybody does sakana, all sorts of different uh, types of this. A lot of chefs do their own version, and a lot of bakers do their own version, and they guest somewhere at a nice fancy hotel, they do versions. There's a Beatrix Potter afternoon tea out there. There's an afternoon tea bus that goes around London, not at the minute, obviously, but you know, in the future, it'll be back, I'm sure. Um, Yeah, there's lots of different uh, afternoon teas out there. I've been doing some research, slash... My sister Eleanor has done some research. Shout out to Eleanor Harding. Hello to you. Lockdown. Um, and uh, we discovered the history of afternoon tea, which oh, is exciting. I mean, I find it quite exciting. I'm sure you do too. Um, Emily, I have a podcast <laughs> that I've been running for over a year about tea. If there is one topic that is going to pick my interest, you found it. <laughs> So this is courtesy of afternoontea.co.uk, which is a website I have been on before. It's excellent. You should go to it. And they, they have all sorts of deals. And it's great. Um, and they say that uh, because of tea consumption uh, increasing dramatically during the early 19th century, it's around that time that Anna, the seventh Duchess of Bedford, um, had a sinking feeling during the late afternoon. I mean, we know what she means. You know, you've had your lunch. You oh, get no. to sleep. You're like, come on. I need a biscuit. But she went, no, no, I don't just want a biscuit. Give me a full <laughs> afternoon tea. <laughs> sure, yeah. don't. those were her exact words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and at that time, it was uh, usual for people to just have two meals a day, which is craziness, really, because all I feel? think about lunch after I finish breakfast. I don't know what, about you. What were the two meals? Was it just breakfast and breakfast dinner? Yeah. Oh, that no wonder she had a sinking feeling. Do you know what I mean? I've Come on. sympathy feeling. <laughs> I have lunch. <laughs> so, so that's why she started having a pot of tea and um, a bit of a snack kind of halfway through the afternoon, just privately. Um, and then after a while, she started inviting her friends. Not surprised. Her friends were like, uh, this seems like a great idea, given that we're starving. Yeah. <laughs> Again, their exact words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she started inviting her friends around uh, to partake of afternoon tea with her. Um, and then because she was a bit of a society hostess, all the other society ladies decided to do that as well. And then the trend of afternoon tea came on. So there this you go. Brilliant. What a trendsetter. Uh, what was more- her name again? Uh, Anna, the seventh Duchess of Bedford. I think I am raising my steaming cup of Earl Grey to you, Anna. Seventh Duchess of Bedford. <laughs> Reminds me, I didn't ask you what you were drinking. Earl oh, Grey. I'm drinking Earl Grey, yes. It is my go-to. If I go to somewhere to have afternoon tea and they say, what tea do you want? I usually go for an Earl Grey. I just, it's my, it's like a treat. It's a, if there's. Grey. Mm, it's so nice. It's like whenever there's a tea offer or something, they're like, oh, pick any tea you want. I'm like, I know where I'm going. <laughs> no. Before we don't you reel that list off, Sunny Jim. I'm I'm getting the old grey. Um, <laughs> oh, well done, Anna. This is great. She started a wonderful tradition. But did you know? Oh, there's gonna be a few moments like this. Are you ready? Oh, great. Did yeah. you know that you can actually have low tea? No. Low tea is actually afternoon tea, and that's different to high tea. Oh, there's categories. So high tea is served at the dinner table around 5 or 6 p.m. But that was for the middle or lower classes. So that was kind of in place of a late dinner. 
mm-hmm. rather than being as well as. I mean, props to Anna because, like, I'd go for as many as possible. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> I would have high and low fees, and ideally one in the middle. <laughs> exactly, but low tea, which is afternoon tea, which is traditionally served around 4 p.m. So we were so quick maths here. I can't do quick maths. However early we were. We are 48 minutes early. Thank you. <laughs> I, <was laughs> I don't know how there. I did that. <laughs> she is working. Not going to get there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was intended to fill the long gap between meals rather than actually fill you up. Oh. There you go. How this exciting. Because I do, like, there's... Which country is it that has the, the coffee and cake tradition? I feel like it's Denmark. There's a like word a for it. Mm. I feel like there's quite a few countries that have that kind of tradition and I'm I can think of the words in my head but I'm not going to pronounce them because no. I can't <laughs> the amount of times I've read the back of it yeah no the amount of times I've read the back of it a tea ingredient list on the back of a tea box yeah. and I've gone I don't know what this word is <laughs> but we've committed and we're recording um but yeah there's like this long tradition yeah that's all you need it's just a great combo and when you've had there is a slump in the afternoon. Like I always feel it at work. Like I have my lunch yeah. and it's like your metabolism's like kicked in. So your body's just like pulling all of the energy to your stomach. So you're just feeling, mm-hmm. all I want to do is nap. Yeah. Whereas if I know that in like an hour I can have a cup of tea and something sugary, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. That's something to aim for. It is. <laughs> it is something to aim for. Um, I've just realized, so is your tea loaf made with or without sugar? It's made with sugar. With sugar, aha. Yeah. How uh-huh. are we, yes, are we, are we having sugar? Done, done, sugars, done, sugars. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Small amounts. I hope you don't mind me bringing that up. No, it was, it's It's fine. just interesting. As someone who is a baker <laughs> and makes the most incredible delicious cake, Emily can't normally eat that many of them. Which oh, is just, the irony. It's just, <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> but it makes it so special and wonderful when you do I have mean, one it's I've had very 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 tiny bits and I can tell you that you can taste the tea can you you can so I got this recipe from my mum who makes yeah. excellent <gasps> wonderful cakes I've tried this tea cake right? you like, I'm so sure you have it's yes. great, it? and you put butter on the top it's a great time yeah um so yeah you make it by actually adding tea proper tea into it but I also um soaked the mixed fruit in tea overnight to give it a bit more of a tea flavor and to make it all nice and you know delicious yeah that's what I did that was a top tip from my godmother who when I was making Christmas cakes she was like soak the fruit in tea overnight and that'll give it more of a flavor and she was right wise so wise that's so (laughs) wise I've not made tea loaf before, and how is this possible? I don't know. Oh, I'll send you the recipe. Please do. <laughs> it's very easy, and you don't need eggs, which is good because at you the minute eggs. you don't need eggs. Eggs are quite hard to come by for some people at the minute, which is a real shame. So this recipe is good because you don't need eggs. That's really good. It's simple. It's very easy to make. Maybe I need to put this if you don't mind it being shared. Is it a family? Is it a family yeah, secret recipe? I, I don't think so. No. I'll, I might put this on if if you follow Instagram, if you follow my Instagram account, I'll see if I can pop it on there underneath the when this episode airs. 
um, as the, the premier of the episode. <laughs> um, I'll put the recipe under it in case anyone wants to try and make it because I can say with absolute certainty that this tea loaf is delicious because I have tried it when um so <clears throat> sorry getting croaky oh here we go again I've got like this I'm really thinking about the tea loaf and in the current climate anytime I need to cough like this alarm bell panic goes off in my head of no don't do it so then I just get more and more husky right now so it's okay yeah Emily can be further away it's hundreds probably yes oh my gosh Emily I mean how many personal details do we want to give out over a podcast I don't know what what are you gonna say I'm gonna mention quality street because oh. wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, yes. Emily, can I say? Can I say where you live? Near? Um, Anne. <laughs> can Emily, you pronounce it? It's a question. Quality Street? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emily lives near quality, the, the Quality Street that Quality Street chocolates are named after, which is, and I walk down it. It's great. It's kind of <laughs> what a clear day. day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, it's it's a bit of a convoluted way it's named after it. It's na- it's all to do with a J.M. Barry play and and things like this. But yes, it's very exciting. Mm. It's it's very and it is really cute. The street is really, mm-hmm. really sweet. <laughs> very very idyllic. I'm so I've caved. I've, I'm starting to eat the the yeah. lemon. lemon. And it's it really, I've got a lemon drizzle cake for my afternoon tea. One of and the, it's that really is a great cake. You cannot mm-hmm. go wrong with a lemon drizzle cake. You really can't. There's a fruit theme between what we've both chosen today. And, uh, I love and fruit cake. None of them are traditional afternoon tea cakes, I don't no. think. No. <laughs> but that's fine. That's, that's fine. Don't have on guard. It's old. I wanted to mention on this podcast, because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it, as you can tell. That's when we yes. said, you knew I would. Um, yeah, I love it. This is... If you ever want to invite someone who's going to be thoroughly informed shows, <laughs> get Emily Longmore on. Oh, yeah. It's going to be epic. <laughs> oh, too funny. Very keen. Very keen. Um, so the other thing that I wanted to talk about was the excellent Facebook group that I'm in called Rate My Tea. Oh. It's really good. It's very funny. Everybody is very funny. And... They post some excellent pictures of tea. It's basically just constant pictures of tea. And everybody kind of says, yeah, that looks like an amazing cup of tea. Or, oh, I'm not sure about our cup of tea. But it's great. Oh, it's so really like on the colour and the, yeah. the receptacles, I guess? Generally the colour. People judge mugs as well. But it's a very friendly place. Like, it's not it's not a judgmental place. It's just like a, a nice place. And, like, over Christmas, some of the members sent secret Santa presents to each other. And they don't know each oh. other. They met through this group. I just think it's really beautiful. That's it's so lovely. lovely. Place on Facebook. So if you great if you need some more book to, you know, just look at pictures of tea and have a great time. Rate my tea is a great time. This sounds good. See, I'm not on Facebook, so I miss out yeah. on Facebook. some things sometimes. I just need to get myself back on there really. Um, just for this rate yes, my tea, rate my tea. page. Um, <laughs> it's so great. I love how people can just get so into something, and then when like how. You're not going to look at that and see anything overly negative, are you? You're just going to see cups of tea and a bit of, bit of humour. There's been a few gates, not going to lie. But As, uh, absolutely hilarious. So, yes. It's, yeah. it's um, Great yeah. my tea. I don't know if you can see it. You probably know. Okay, I was going to try and show you my tea so you could rate it. But the <laughs> camera is on my laptop and you can see what's going to happen. Yeah, don't do that. 
<laughs> don't do that. No, that would be a real shame. Take a picture and send me it. I'll do that. Yes. Oh yeah. No, I'll take. I can take one as we're talking. Oh, technology. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, I um, I do spill a lot on this podcast. I mean, how would I rate my tea? I don't know. How would you rate your tea? What sort of color is it? Is it the color of He-Man? Because that's a great tea. Of He-Man. Yeah. Cartoon. If your tea is the colour of He-Man, you're doing things right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the new gold standard to tea yeah. that I was not aware of. Right, that photo is winging its way to you. He-Man oh, I just got it. Yeah, that, it's, a, it's a good way of grading your tea. Yeah, you see, that's decent. Yeah. Yeah, I let it brew. brew. Yeah, you can tell you've, you know, let that brew. Phew. Can you imagine the, the pure embarrassment I would feel if you could turn around and said, Emma, that is an awful looking tea. You have no qualifications to do I this mean, podcast. Who am I? Who am I to pass judgment on other people's brews? But, you know, it's I don't know. Like you are from the family, the royal family of tea in my mind, because Charlotte is the person who got me into tea in the first place. And that's, So to explain how me and Emily know each other, it's quite great, actually. So uh, in, in the first instance, I went to university with uh, Emily's sister, Charlotte, and we lived together afterwards as well. However, me and Emily became better friends when we both worked at a certain toy shop together. We did indeed. <laughs> the experiences we had. Oh, uh, Oh, so memories. <laughs> memories, yeah. No, it was lovely. It was lovely. London toy shop. And we met lots of very nice people and made lots of good friends. And some people met their husbands there. Some did. I mean, we don't <laughs> like to name names, me. But <laughs> you, no, you because, met a uni. Yeah, you did, you worked yeah. with your husband there as well, so didn't you? Kind of, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Ian was the reason that I started working there, so yeah. Yeah, it so, all yeah. comes back to Ian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little in joke, everyone. <laughs> you don't know Ian, listener. Well, you might if you do. Anyway. Rate my tea people probably do. Yeah. <laughs> I've mentioned Ian on this podcast before as the person oh, who invented. You? Yes, because he came up with that idea of having a cup that had like a filter at the bottom for your tea bag. So you could have the strongest cup of tea possible without the tea bag falling out and hitting you in the face at the end. That, that was Ian, sense. right? That does sound like something Ian would come up with, yes. <laughs> Otherwise, there is a friend of mine who maybe doesn't talk to me anymore because they've like you have attributed uh, my finest invention. Yes. Sounds like I remember it. I do remember him. I really do feel like I remember Ian and Eleanor having a very excited conversation about it once. <laughs> I, I would say that's correct, yes. Mm-hmm. I would yeah, that sounds like them. But yes, yeah, Charlotte, my sister Charlotte drinks about fifty billion cups of tea a day. So yeah. You're right, she is. Although, I have to say, there is, between my side of the family and Ian's side of the family, I'm not sure who drinks the most tea. Because Charlotte drinks about 50 billion cups in a day, so she, you know, pulls up the average quite a lot. But Ian's family, constant tea. I mean, it's a great time. You go to their house, constant tea. I'm known for drinking tea slowly at their house. I feel like it's just average, but no, it's probably not average. Actually, I do like to nurse it quite a lot, but <laughs> just constant cups of tea. It's wonderful. Oh, yes. This is, I'd say my, yeah, my dad in particular, as soon as the cup's empty, he's like looking around like, he's doing it. He's yeah. Doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> he's doing it. <laughs> 
Um, I think I probably drink a bit more than Jack's family. Yeah. On the front. Yeah. But that's had to cut. Yeah. The whole caffeine intake and stuff is changing. Yeah, of course. How do you find that? Um, okay. I kind of was very heavily reliant on caffeine, I think, before because I got pregnant during the biggest event I do at work yeah. <laughs> which is like <laughs> this mammoth task of lighting and things and I end up drinking about three cups of coffee and then all the tea and all that sort of stuff to keep myself going through it yeah. um so god knows how this happened <laughs> that stress and highly strung but there we go he's a fighter um, so then it was like going cold turkey because then I found out and then I was like oh, oh god so I went from drinking like all the caffeine to like none of the caffeine to I'm gonna have a bit of caffeine because this is too much like, <laughs> so I kind of have like I allow myself maybe two cups of actual strength tea a day and one or so not at the same time or one cup of coffee okay if I am to have caffeine in the day I wouldn't have more than that that's very measured of you. That's yes, very- because I also like right. chocolate, and I discovered there's caffeine in chocolate, and it's like, oh. There is. It hides so, everywhere. It does. I bought a Diet Coke um, quite early on, thinking, ha-ha, I am being clever. No, no, they just replaced the sugar with caffeine to make it taste good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. If it tastes right. good, it's probably bad for you. Yeah. It's a shame. Okay. <laughs> this is the way it works. <laughs> I was so the I mean depending on how I get these out but I think the next episode the, the episode before this one should be the one I've just recorded with my sister uh-huh. and um, she was talking about how in quarantine how does she make an iced coffee and I was like well oh. let me tell you about something called the Emily um, <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten about this oh well I haven't I still drink them and Actually, I forgot to say in the episode how to make an Emily so Emily <laughs> As the inventor namesake, could you explain how to make an Emily? I'm not even sure I remember because it was so long ago. But from what I can remember that I used to do, and this is really insulting to all of the tea people, and I'm really sorry because we're talking about coffee. But we digress. And it's also insulting to coffee people because it's not how you're meant to do it at all. Um, You just get some instant coffee, which is already a terrible start. And um, you melt it a little bit with with some hot water just a tiny bit of hot water so you're nodding your head like yes this is how I do it so this is good this and, is then, how I do it. and then you dump some sugar in as well and then you fill it up with milk and that's that's, that's it that's an Emily <laughs> Ooh, that's, that, that's not a good time <laughs> no, that is called living on minimum wage in London that's what that is <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good time at the same time yeah oh, it's so good. honestly I genuinely still enjoy those and yeah if I need my cat especially at the moment where I can't go out and get like a decent coffee if yeah. I need a little caffeine fix at home I'll be making those wow <laughs> what a legacy great. oh yes. yeah. <laughs> I bestowed on you honestly I know it's, you're a gift <laughs> giving everything I now know about Anna and afternoon tea I could I make myself an Emily like it's great <laughs> Oh, I can, we can talk about scones a little bit more because yeah. to answer the debate, I mean, we've done the whole scone scone thing, which you, you know, very cleverly managed to avoid any kind of confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> but is it cream or jam first? Oh, it's definitely jam first. Oh, is it though? Oh, no. <laughs> no. How would you even begin to put cream on and then l- layer jam on top of it? It would slide all over the place. 
Have you used the cream like really thick butter? No. <laughs> I, I can't get any support for this. So, no. yeah, I'm a disgrace to the family. I genuinely I am. My granny's told me off about this. It's true. It's true Sorry, because. I'm going to have to agree with your granny. <laughs> Yeah, because especially if you have, I mean, the ultimate scone scone. I just can't. The <laughs> ultimate scone is definitely one that has been heated or is fresh out of the oven. Yeah, it's fact, be- at my wedding, I remember. So I had afternoon tea as my wedding meal yeah, for all our guests, which was it's lovely. Great. And yeah. um, I was that I'm person. Like- <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember having the conversation with the venue, and I, I turned to them and I was like, "Could the scones be warmed?" <laughs> <laughs> they looked at me like, well, ask the chef on a good day. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and they were. Um, and if they were a warmed, if it's a warmed one and you put the cream on first, the cream gets all melty and then slides away. Not if you put enough cream on. If you know. <laughs> I mean, we go, oh, see, this, the amount of things that I have to attribute to the, to the fabulousness that is your family. You introduced me to clotted cream. Ah. Uh, it's a great time. It's so good. That's for my granny. My granny's all mm. about clotted cream. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I can't remember why we had cl- we had some kind of cake. Must have been a scone. But um, yeah, I, I remember trying it, and I was like, I have been missing out up till now. Yeah, you need to get on clotted cream because it's it's a real winner. Mm. I don't I don't think that it's a real scone if you don't have clotted cream on it. No, no, it needs that. It needs to be warm. It needs need- to be fruit. I like a fruit one. Okay. I'm free. Are you, do you like a plain? I prefer a plain. You prefer a plain one. I've got, um, yeah, my sisters. It's like my sisters who are like vehemently against fruit-based cake. Like, this, yeah, scones and stuff with the raisins. I'm like, no. I'm like, that's fine. I'll have those. Yeah. <laughs> you can share the Pass others. Them over. <laughs> yeah, so really, we'd be a very good pairing to go to an afternoon tea because then um, we'd divvy up the food. Once we can, you know, move freely around the country again, mm-hmm. let's do that. Yes, we should. We yeah. definitely should. So on a, so I'm just thinking like back to afternoon teas I've had before. I can think of probably the best afternoon tea I've had and the worst afternoon tea I've had. Ooh, so God. what would you say, what would you say your best and worst? And I will tell you my best oh and worst. Oh my word. I, I don't even, I can't think of a worst one because they've all been. Because they're so good. Honest mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, this is it. I, I was actually thinking, where is the best one that I've ever been? But they've all been pretty good. And I can't think of any, like, standout ones because they've all just been excellent. Mm-hmm. I've been very spoiled in my afternoon teas. See, I, I have. The, the worst one for me was through no fault of the afternoon tea itself. <laughs> it was all due to my planning. <laughs> so for my dad's 60th, I think I have talked about this on the podcast before, on my dad's 60th birthday... I decided to book him an afternoon tea because also a present for Emma, let's face it. <laughs> so, so we'll do that. Yeah. And it's a really nice activity. He, do, he can't walk very well. So it was a nice sit down activity we could do together, just the two of us. And it'd be really lovely. But I went, can't just do an afternoon tea. No, no, no. We have to go one step further. So I booked it on a boat. I booked on it boat. on I mean, a flat bottomed. Sounds, sounds like a great time, though. Sounds brilliant on paper, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> flat bottom boats that would go <laughs> down the Thames and back up again in the space of an hour and it was like you could have all these different blends of tea and you got um, a glass of fizz with it it was, it was proper like you had the scones you had the mm-hmm. cakes 
the whole kit and caboodle and we sat down and I was like this is great and we set off and then I remembered that I get seasick (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I sat there and I kid you not I ate one singular piece of Battenberg and I ate that from the minute that we left and I was still nibbling it as we pulled back in again because I had to stare. I had my back to my dad the entire time because I had to just stare out the window looking at the horizon of the river, eating this Battenberg and dad was occasionally walking walking up and down the boat and oh, it was oh, awful. Oh, that, he had a great time. He had all the sandwiches. I took some bits of cake to go to have later. I did, yeah. It was, and it was so lovely. There was like a piano player. It was really fancy. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) my dad had just sat there like really worried. And then also like, why did you book this? Why would you book this when you get (laughs) seasick? It's It's just terrible. I do this all the time. I get really, I love the river and I love boats. And if it's open air, I tend to be perfectly fine. But as soon as it gets larger than like a dinghy, (laughs) we're starting (laughs) to get a bit, we we get a bit choppy there. Maybe don't do that again then. No no No. more meals on boats. No more meals on boats. (laughs) There's honestly, there's two occasions in recent years where, so prior to this, I had been on, um, and this is going to sound ridiculously fancy now, but somehow through work, very jammily, not being part of the marketing department I got invited on a marketing trip that involved going on a yacht in France for the day I kid you not it was the poshest thing I think I've ever done in my life and I spent most of it sat on the deck (laughs) 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 who was this woman I said I spent most of it sat on the deck as we were sailing anyway sat on the deck in a blanket clutching water (laughs) because I just couldn't Oh. <laughs> they did this really event and because because uh, i'm vegetarian they put all this special food on for just me that everyone, so the chef oh, had made all this and i couldn't eat it and there was a burrata incident and i just oh my god it was... <laughs> so like this had happened and i still booked the afternoon tea on the boat I, afterwards you're like i know it'd be a really good idea yeah <laughs> more meals on boat yeah <laughs> Second time's the charm. Here we go. <laughs> oh, jeez. No more. No dinner cruises. No. No. Don't do anything like that. I need to. I need to stop. <laughs> yeah. Just walk me down from that ledge. <laughs> you ever hear a whisper of me? Of me doing this again? Oh, <laughs> Emily, I'm planning a great surprise for Charlotte. There's going to yeah. be back. <laughs> no, Emma. No. Stay back. Don't do it. <laughs> Oh dear, so that was the work, but it would have been really, really nice, definitely. And my favourite afternoon tea at the moment, I have to say, is at Biddy's. I keep, honestly, I I feel like I'm just like a cheerleader for Biddy's in Norwich at the moment, but they're so (laughs) good and I really miss them right now because I can't go there. But they do afternoon tea and it's like doorstop wedges of things. You get these huge sandwiches, like it's nothing dainty, huge sandwiches, huge pieces of cake Mm -hmm. and the best scone in the world, which is the lavender and... Yeah, it's a lavender scone with lemon curd. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that sounds like a great time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a really good time. There's but you no know, place. you can get afternoon teas delivered as well, which is a great time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Betty's, as in York, the famous cafe in York, they do they do kind of um, 
cream teas or afternoon teas delivered. There's definitely some companies out there that will deliver you an afternoon tea. I think I need to look into this. I feel like I, you do. For research purposes. Yes. Hopefully. Yearly research purposes. <laughs> <laughs> I owe it to myself and to these listeners <laughs> to get the afternoon tea delivered, I think. Yes. Oh, your next episode could be comparing and contrasting the different afternoon tea deliveries. Yes. Yeah, there you go. I'll help you out. I'll get Thank some tea. You. Yeah, you get some to yours. We will Just reconvene. and I will do these things for you let's let's do that (laughs) it's wonderful it's wonderful you could design a wonderful afternoon tea I imagine you would do a very good like if you were to pick a theme you know how you could get like a Harry Potter one or you say the Beatrix Potter one because your decorate the decorating of Emily's cakes is quite quite special like it's really they're really good honestly (laughs) cheerleading Emily now as well they're really really great so I can imagine you do a really fun one. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, but you could do, I'm staring at a bunch of flowers, so you could do a really nice like floral one, as you were saying, with the lavender scones and rose petals and, and all that sort of thing and all the different flavours that you can extract from floral things. That would be quite a cool one. You could do you could do historic ones where you do um, different cakes and bakes from different periods in history and do you know, historically themed afternoon teas. That could be quite cool. Um, yeah, you could do regional ones as well. Oh, you've triggered me off now. Yeah, um, yeah. That's it. Sorry, 10 minutes of this. This is exciting. <laughs> um, you could, but you could do regional because um, one of the things that I really love about baking is finding out about regional bakes and, and what people make in different parts of the country. So, it, I mean, it's technically not baking, I mean, it is baking, but it's not cakes and stuff. Um, but where Ian's from, they have oat cakes because he's from Stoke. And I'd never heard of an oat cake before I went to Stoke. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of an oat cake. What constitutes an oat cake? Oh, they're like they're like a pancake, but more like a galette kind of a lot thicker. And oh, okay. You put um, bacon and cheese and things like that in them. And you have them with breakfast, or so you they're just have them. Cake. Yeah, they're savoury, yeah. I'd never heard of these before I went to Stoke. And um, I love that still around the country, there are foods that are just so niche to that region. Yes. And I just think that's really interesting. So you could do, I mean, maybe not, I don't know, you could do oatcakes on an afternoon tea. You could. <laughs> yeah, you could, like, just twist that up, you know? Because it's like, you, you go abroad and you, like, whenever I go abroad, I'm like, okay, what is the food that you're supposed to eat here? And I want right. to eat that. Exactly. So we should do that around the country more as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I just think there's just so many interesting little cakes and bakes around the country that you get. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll have to. Do, I'll do some research. More research. Always. And uh, get back to it. Get on it, Eleanor. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing it. Go. <laughs> oh, we're on to something now. Oh, that'd be so great. Yeah, we'll have to revisit. Yeah. So we've yeah. got deliveries of afternoon teas. And uh-huh. regional afternoon teas to discuss in the future. Yeah, yeah. I'll get on this. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Well, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up there with our creative minds returning. So thanks, Emily, for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. It's, it's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. I like any <laughs> excuse right now to have tea with with friends. It's just yeah. it's a win. It's definitely a win. So it's, thank you for listening. Changing world. Tea is a very yeah. comforting constant. Oh. Put mm-hmm. that on a t-shirt, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
Yes, that's going to be the tagline. <laughs> quote, under, <laughs> quote under the podcast. I like it. Um, so yes, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, and I'll be back again in a fortnight. I'm not quite sure what the next episode is going to be because I'm going to try and record a few while I've got this extra time on my hands <laughs> being at home. Um, so who knows? It's going to be a surprise episode next week. So uh, in a fortnight, sorry. So yeah, we'll see you then. Goodbye for now. Goodbye, Emily. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.